Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everypony. We're the Shakeups in Ponyville. And you are listening to Canterlot Radio. Mike Jack, behind the brony with Mike Jack, my little pony with Mike Jack, friendship is magic on Canterlot Radio. Again, coming at you over 5,000 watts of friendship and reaching all four corners of Equestria, touching everywhere from Sweet Apple Lakers to the Crystal Empire, you're tuned into Canterlot Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. It's me, it's me, it's the good old MC Mychek, and it's Wednesday, May 21st, 2014. Folks, I hope you're having a great week so far, but in case you're not, we're here to get you through that hump day and into your awesome weekend. Now stay tuned, because we have two hours of awesome music, news, and a brand new installment of Pony Talk with filmmaker Brent Hodges. Director of A Brony Tale. You're listening to Canterlot Radio here on blogtalkradio.com.
Hush Now, Glitch Now by Phony Brody. Before that was Retsnam Cure with Find the Music in You. A Wild Kiera with Encore Grande. And Dragons of the South by Carbon Maestro. Just a, a bit of a quiet way to get the show started. Once again, coming at you over 5,000 watts of friendship and reaching all four corners of Equestria, touching everywhere from Sweet Appalachians to the Crystal Empire, you are tuned into Canterlot Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. It's me, it's me, it's the good old MC, Mike Chick. It's Wednesday, May 21st, 2014, and this is episode 52, oh, 54. This is episode 54 of Canterlot Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. Hope you're having a great week so far. Forgive me if I sound a little... Ugh got some allergies that I'm muddling through, but I got a prescription to help with that. It's called Bronies. That's right. Bronies. It's not over the counter because all you got to do is go out to the internet and see all the great things that they're doing to help make the My Little Pony Phantom 20% cooler. And that'll get me through these two hours of awesomeness that is Canterlot Radio. Of course, as always, we've got to kick it over to our sponsors, for whom without we'd be nothing. Of course, as always, DerbyHoovesNews.com, the latest My Little Pony news, media, and fan-created content, DerbyHoovesNews.com. Silk Slinger produces some of the finest My Little Pony jewelry available, Etsy.com, forward slash shop, forward slash Silver Slinger's goods. Crystal PonyCon, June 6th through the 7th at the Rasen Hotel in Salt Lake City, Utah, and actually, that's the correct name, I need to make that right now, that's actually August 8th the 9th in the same location in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, they have some incredible guests confirmed, so make sure that you see everyone that will be there. going to be some great guests. Uh, for more information, check out crystalponycon.com. The Grand Brody Gala, August 15th through 17th at the Embassy Suites in Tampa, Florida. Uh, confirmed guests so far include Kathy Westlook, uh, Neil Draw Ponies Will Caster, which is well, awesome, uh, GM Barrow, uh, Michelle Krieber, the balloon guy, his name eludes me, balloony, Black Griffin, awesome, and the brony chef, our buddy the brony chef, you know, that guy that does that uh, monthly segment on our program, he'll be there, and uh, No Ordinary Balloon Man, and that's actually his name. Weird. But he's had some awesome balloon characters. Like this Prince Celestial one is awesome. Oh, I love it. I um, love it. But anyway, oh, oh, we got, we got, we got one more, actually. Actually, a few more. Troncon, June 20th through 22nd in Columbus, Ohio. Of course, as the Sheridan Columbus at Capitol Square. And they got a brand new guest announcement. Whether you know him from shows like My Gym Partners of Monkey, Little's Pet Shop, Gravity Falls, or even My Little Pony. How can you not love M.A. Larson? M.A. Larson. And, of course, they also got Peter New, Andrea Libman, Pony Toast, uh, Animated James, Silver Slinger, and, uh, uh, oh, yeah, me. Uh, it's going to be a fun time because we are only 29 days, 18 hours, 39 minutes, and 47, 46, 45, 44, 43 seconds away from TrotCon 2014, June 20 through 22nd at Sheridan Columbus at Capitol Square. Visit TrotCon.net for more information. And last but not least, Captured My Soul, custom lockets and necklaces for all my little pony characters and cutie marks. Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Captured My Soul. 
So, man, what a week it has been in the Brony fandom. I tell you what, everything's been shaken up around the Brony fandom. And I want to, first of all, I want to send a, I want to send a shout out to the fantastic girls who are at Pegasisters Live. Uh, they're breaking away from every network, going on their own. we got a brand new site up and running, PegasistersLive.com. Uh, give those girls a, a check out, you know. You know, they work hard, you know. It, it's, it, it's, it's very hard to be fans in a male fan-dominated fandom like the Bronies. You, you, got, you got two girls here who are trying to, you know, remember, remind everyone that My Little Pony is also for girls. It's not just a guy thing. So, so big kudos to them for breaking the mold and showing that girls can rock the internet radios and the internet streams as well as any guy Brony. So, so Emily and Tavi... Keep up the good work, and we'll see you guys at TrotCon in a few weeks. Yeah, it, it has not been a, a very good, uh, very good time for uh, Everfree Network. A lot of shows have been have been leaving, and uh, I have no idea why. It just it, they've become, you know, the subject for a lot of uh, a lot of a uh, hoople floof. There's this, a site up there. I don't know if you know this. It's called Horse News, and uh, I I don't know if it's uh, you know. I don't know if it's uh, a you know, parody or goofing on them or anything, but uh, it, 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 it's kind of weird, actually. So you got um, so uh, you, you got the, this picture of them. So uh, you know, one of the they're they're poking fun at the fact that Pixar's Live is no longer with Every Network and that they're in trouble. So uh, so yeah, we got so, so I don't know what's going on. <coughs> I don't know what's going on with the with the series or, or, or the station, but um, it's a uh, you know it, it's really weird. I mean, and of course, a sucker Jack is uh, is being um, is being you know very very uh, kind about this. And you know, there, there there there's no bad blood, there's no hostility, there's no negativity between this. This is everyone's trying their best to be professional, and I respect that. So, what will the future hold for Everfree Network and Pegasus Live? Only time will tell. Yeah, for, for, forgive me for this. I just I sound horrible. Just all oh, these allergies are killing me. But um, you know, again, congrats to the girls. You're gonna go far, kids. And uh, I, I mean, I should know. I've been doing this for a, a little while now, and I got some catching up to do. Well, anyway, folks, a reminder: this Monday is. Memorial Day. Those who have been under a rock for the last, I don't know, 70 years, Memorial Day is that one day of the year where we pay tribute to those who have made the ultimate sacrifice to ensure the freedoms that we can enjoy now as free citizens in America. So take a moment uh, this weekend to reflect on those that gave their lives to ensure the freedoms that we have today. It's a very important important holiday. that uh, it's, It's not just about cooking out or fireworks or the unofficial start to summer. But remember that there were people that have fought, shed blood, and given their lives to make sure that we can have the enduring ideas of liberty, freedom, and equality. So just take that time to reflect upon what Memorial Day should mean to everyone. Humans and ponies. I wonder if there is a uh, a Memorial Day for My Little Pony. Hmm. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool to check out, though. Well, anyway, last week's Pony Poll, we asked you guys, what was the best song of My Little Pony Season 4? And man, you guys, 
you guys can you guys were like torn between different songs here. It's like phew. Anyway, we actually had a two-way tie for first place, both with 25% of the votes. You guys said it was a tie between the goof-off and You'll Play Your Part from the season four finale. Both are very good songs. Uh, 13% got Hearts as Strong as Horses, and 12% Let the Rainbow Guide You. So you guys are pretty torn between a lot of these, uh, a lot of these songs. Understandable. Season four was, I think, Daniel Ingram's best season for music, just... He knocked it out of the park with all these songs. And, of course, you know, he also had Weird Al to accompany as well, so how could you not like that? Well, anyway, uh, this week's Pony Poll, in honor of Memorial Day, because, well, let's, uh, let's face it, the Wonder Bolts are kind of like, uh, you know, like the soldiers of, of Cloudsdale. So we want to know, who puts the Wonder in Wonder Bolt? And this week's poll is... Who is your favorite Wonderbolt? Spitfire, Soren, Fleetfoot, or Rapid Fire? Head over to carolotradio.com during our next block of music to vote in this week's Pony Poll. And make sure your voice is heard each week through the Pony Poll. Who is your favorite Wonderbolt? Or again, who puts the wonder in Wonderbolt? So anyway, we've got a great show planned for you guys today. Later on in the program, we'll have a brand new installment of Pony Talk with maker Brent Hodge, who is the director of the all-new documentary, A Brony Tale. How great is that? So you're not going to want to go anywhere because you're going to miss out on that awesome interview. But anyway, it's time for some more awesome music, because we've got music that needs to be featured. Our Work is Never Done by Vinyl Snap, here on Cancer Lot Radio. Let's see what your insides look like.
No communication in my modus operandi And I could probably be a pain without you there to stop me And yeah, I know you want me It's Ditto, do you copy? And kiddo, how we pull this off? You know it's far beyond me I'll be straight up with you Responsibility is not me This act cannot be clean I mean it, you're involved with sloppy You got me ready, wanted Those eyes are pretty haunting I'm bringing chaos in the mix If we're getting naughty
have been rocking it to the awesome sounds of I'm Ready, featuring Moonsy and Rhyme Flow by Moonshines. Azure Dash with Lost Ways, Carbon Maestro with You'll Play Your Part, No, no Piano, Instrumental Only, and Vinyl Staff with Our Work Is Never Done. And this is Carolot Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. It's me, it's me, it's the good old MC Mike Chuck, and it's Wednesday, May 21st, 2014. And folks, I am so excited because we got to get you caught up in the world of My Little Pony news, information, and other doodads with the one, the only, the news stable. Bringing you the latest news in the My Little Pony community, it's the news stable. And now, here's Mike Chat. This is the news table for Wednesday, May 21st, 2014, and as always, it's me, it's me, it's Mike Check, bringing you the latest news in the world of My Little Pony, delivered to me via Falcon. News Falcon, report! Thank you, noble friend. News Falcon, away! News Falcon, ladies and gentlemen. I like it. It's my News Falcon. You don't gotta like it. I don't care. It's gotta go somewhere. Now that Colbert's getting a, a new talk late night show. Well, anyway, we got some brand new news. That's too newsy to not news about. That makes no sense. I don't care. But um, due to the success of the previous film, Screen Vision will be releasing My Little Pony: Rainbow Rocks in theaters as well. Film Journal International has given a general idea of when to expect the release. Following the exceptional box office performance, Screen Vision has again partnered with Hasbro and Shout Factory to release My Little Pony Rainbow Rocks in late September. So, for those of you hoping to get a little Rainbow Rocks this summer, i eh, kind of disappointed because we'll be seeing that a little bit later on this fall in September. So you got to wait just a wee bit longer to get that little Rainbow Rocks. I know you guys are a little upset. It's, I know it's been a rough week. No new My Little Pony to look forward to, but you got to calm down. There's no reason to tear the streets open and, and, and have, the, have them run with pools of blood because there's plenty of pony stuff on the internet that you can watch. Music, radio dramas, this show for Pete's sake. So unfortunately, we're going to have to wait until September to see Rainbow Rocks in theaters. And, and, and this is my one complaint to Screen Vision. One Cincinnati show, please, just give us one Cincinnati show, we'll be happy. Please, just one little, little Cincinnati show. I don't want to go out to Youngstown, like five hours away to see it. Well, anyway, enough of that, enough of that uh, pandering. Uh, for those who collect the three character collection sets of My Little Pony figurines, two new sets have appeared in stores. Uh, for those of you who have not seen them yet, both Ponyville Newsmaker and Soaring Pegasus sets have been spotted at Target. In the Newsmaker set, you have a very rainbowish Pinkie Pie, along with Snips and Snails, who are both awesome unicorns. What would you call a baby unicorn? A baby unicornet? Hmm. Well, anyway, that's in the Pony Newsmaker set. Uh, for those wondering who was in the fantastic Pegasus set, you've got, uh, well, you got, uh, I believe that, that's uh, Wonder Hoof, uh, Rainbow Fluttershy, and uh, Muffin. It's derpy, but they won't say derpy. And this is getting me back to my tirade about this. Hasbro, quit doing that. It's derpy. D-U-R-P-E. 
E E Derpy. Is that what? Is that wrong? That doesn't sound right. Gosh darn it, Derpy! I told you to write your name D E R P Y. Okay, for those of you who don't know, Derpy is kind of like our uh, our go-to. Pegasi here at the show. You know, she gets the mail for us. She does the uh, promotional work, the guest relations, and, so, and we're, we're trying here. We, what are we going to do? Tell her go away? No, no, no. We'll get the wrath of the entire fandom on our backs. We don't need that. But Hasbro, we need to talk. Hasbro, buddy, I know that you like the name of the word Derby. The fandom has been very patient with you guys. And yes, we are very grateful you included her in the Ponyville games, or the Equestria games with the Ponyville team, but we want name recognition. Come on, Hasbro. I think we've made enough money for you guys to earn it. I'm saying. Come on now. You're being ridiculous. I mean, here you got a great pony everyone loves and she's all over the internet she's getting much love and attention and you won't even call her by her actual name really how long is that little muffin icon going to pacify this audience I don't know but anyway they're available at Target so head over there and pick them up we might have to pick up a set for next month's Twitter giveaway how do you guys feel about this it's Derpy. And, and yes, Cole, I know Derpy loves muffins, but her name is not a muffin. Is she the Pegasi formerly known as Derpy? Is that her symbol? Is she like Prince? She's a symbol too? She, she It's like Prince. Oh, man, this is crazy. Derpy is the artist formerly known as Prince of My Little Pony. So uh, yeah, that's 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 that's, that's mind blowingly interesting. Where is this internet coming to? Well, anyway, we're not done with Derpy. Our final story actually revolves not only everyone's fair pony, but one of our good friends. Actually, uh, for those of you who have not uh, seen uh, the May twentieth uh, winner for the We Love Fine contest was announced, and once again, it's our good buddy Leakfish. Her derpy mailman stamp design will be the latest t-shirt available for We Love Fine. And if, if you guys didn't know, we are avid supporters of this shirt. Because it's derpy as a male pony. And it's a great stamp. It's a great design. I want to see it as a post stamp. If you remember our, our Bernie Spotlight with her from a couple weeks ago, or a couple months ago, you know we are avid fans of this shirt. We endorsed this design. So we are avid fans of this design. We are happy that it won. But also, there's also a big My Little Pony sale going on over at We Love Fine. Up to 40% off a lot of the cool My Little Pony merchandise that is over there. The sale ends at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on May 23rd. That's this Friday, so you may want to, you know, get some... Uh, Get some stuff going over there. You may want to get some money to get something over there because it's awesome. Now, there's another contest coming up, and we're actually considering entering. We've got a T-shirt design that we want to submit. We're a little nervous about submitting it. We don't know if it's good enough to be a feature as a T-shirt. 
Uh, I'm not sure, though. We might try. We might try to enter it in a competition. See if we can get some, 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 some going there. But uh, if, if we do, we need some backup for this. So anyway, uh, again, congratulations to Leak Fish for winning the next contest. She has been on a roll, and we, are, we could not be happier. We could not be any happier for her. Anyway, uh, head over there to get the new shirt, and I think the shirt might be qualified for the uh, 40% off sale. Oh, no, 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 it's not. No, it's not. It says for uh, hubby backpacks, vinyl ponies, keychains, pins, phone cases, etc. Oh, well. Well, anyway, I love... I, I love it. I, I'm so happy that we could help, you know, get the word out about this awesome shirt. We See, we love promoting brony artists like that. that that's what we do here. We, we promote you guys because you guys are the ones that, you know, make us. So we want to help you. And if we can do that and, and do stuff like this, then we may have the power to change the world. Yeah, what do you think of that? So anyway, head over to We Love Fine, take advantage of this awesome deal, buy that new shirt, let's make Leak Fish a whole lot of money. Anyway, that's going to do it for this installment of The News Stable. This has been The News Stable. Tune in next week for the latest news in the My Little Pony community. Back to you, Mike Chuck. Derpy loves muffins. Plain and simple. And we love Leakfish and her designs of Derby loving muffins. Well, anyway, time to get into some more awesome music here on Canterlot Radio. We have got Applosion by the L Train here on Canterlot Radio.
and didn't know what that inning was all about. That was kind of weird. Well, anyway, we have been listening to the awesome sounds of They Are Evil by Mush, Seventh Element with Summer Sun Celebration After Dawn Remastered, Rainbow Dash 7432, Every Time We Touch Piano Version, and the L Train with Applosion. You're listening to Candlelight Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. It's me, it's me, it's the good old MC Mike Chuck. It's Wednesday, May 21st, 2014. And it's now time for us to look into the poetic aspects of My Little Pony with the Brona Tree Corner. And because it's Memorial Day, I thought that this week we'd do a special Memorial Day themed poem. And, you know, honor those who have made the ultimate tribute. So this poem does talk about, you know, someone who gave their life and wishes for their demise not to be a, a tearful one, but to be one of joy. Do not stand at my grave and weep by Mary Fry. Do not stand at my grave and weep. I am not there. I do not sleep. I am in a thousand winds that blow. I am the softly falling snow. I am the gentle showers of rain. I am the fields of ripening grain. I am in the morning hush. I am in the graceful rush of beautiful birds in circling flight. I am the starshine of the night. I am in the flowers that bloom. I am in a quiet room. I am the birds that sing. I am in each lovely thing. Do not stand at my grave and cry. I am not there. I do not die. And that was Do Not Stand at My Grave and Weep by Mary Fry. Or Mary, yeah, Mary Fry, yeah. That was Do Not Stand at My Grave and Weep by Mary Fry. And if you've got a poem you want featured here on Canterlot Radio, send it to us at canterlotradio at gmail.com, and we might read it on the air next week. And we've been actually been going through all our social networks to see what's going on on the Internet, and uh, we're looking at Tumblr here. Uh, if you didn't know, we are on Tumblr. So head over to Tumblr. Dot com, or carolotradio.tumblr.com give us a follow and stay tuned to what's happening over there because we're going to be posting some stuff real soon and uh, I want to talk to you guys for a minute about um, something the Hub released a couple uh, couple days ago uh, for those of you who don't know there was a, um, a video released by the Hub Network and it was a parody of the trailer for the upcoming Disney movie Maleficent and it featured no one else but Discord. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to be thinking, actually. So, we have a parody of a movie for Discord, but not for Flutterbat. You're looking at all the stuff that came out of Flutterbat, and we still don't have a parody for a movie. Well, I want you guys to know that we've actually made a movie poster for Flutterbat, for Flutterbat Begins. And we are contemplating selling it as a print at uh, upcoming conventions. We know we don't know if we can do it yet. We're not sure. We got if we can get some more uh some more uh, kip force behind it, we might just sell it as as prints online and you can and you can and we'll print it up and send it to you, but uh, we're not sure just yet. But uh if you guys like our our design, please please share it with the world. We we we're hoping to actually get one signed by Andrea Libman to give away in July. Now, how cool would that be? I think that'd be great. But um, anyway, we're going to take our next block of music, and uh, following this next block of music, we're going to have Pony Talk with Bryn Hodges, director of A Brony Tale. 
So here we go into our next block of music here on Carolot Radio. Um, because it was so popular, once we got to play it again, you'll play your part by Carbon Maestro here on Canterlot Radio.
Thank you.
sure if you were that me But I'm watching my spare time Though I probably wouldn't tell you Who was really on my mind But lately I've been thinking Of a reason I should hide The violence that you mentioned it were painful When it feels so good inside Why can't I mention Fluttershy And a timid loving mind How she can be herself near animals Or drive away from her own kind why can't I mention ticket pie and the way she kind of acts a bit like me sometimes? You see, I used to hate that I liked my little pony. Not anymore. And I'm proud to be a pony. Well, you shouldn't be like that She could be 20% cooler 10 seconds slow Why don't you mention Rainbow Dash And her acrobatic skill How she will try up in anything Just to get a little thrill Why don't you mention Applejack Talk about her other Southern style power of will See, you don't have to say That you hate my little pony Yeah, yeah, yeah Shout it out. I'm proud to be a pony, yeah. I'm proud to be a pony. My little pony. I used to wonder what the chips would be. My little pony. Do you all share this magic with me? Winter apple, winter apple. Let's finish our holiday. Winter apple, winter apple. Let's finish our holiday. Winter apple, winter apple. I'm gonna mention Rarity, she's also ladylike But even though she's prim and proper, she couldn't make it in a fight And I'm gonna mention Twilight, she's kind of dirty Folks her power steps away, but taking Ursa any day How about you? Would you do what I do? Or be phony? Asking you now You proud to be a brony You proud to be a brony Proud to be a brony Because let's face it, who isn't proud to be a brony? Unless those who are not bronies, they're not a Pony Like Me by Replacer, Infinite and Nick DH with Boo Hoo Hoo, and Carbon Maestro with You'll Play Your Part. And this is Carolot Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. It's Wednesday, May 21st, 2014, and we're getting right wrap up our show today with a special installment of Pony Talk with very special guest, director Brent Hodge, director of A Brony Tale. Of course, before we kick that off, I want to remind you guys to like us on Facebook and enter our Rainbow Power giveaway. We're giving away the complete 2014 McDonald's Rainbow Power My Little Pony toy set. Complete rules on how to enter can be found at our website, carolotradio.com. Follow us on Twitter because we are getting near the end of the month, and we have still got about, I'd say about uh, 58 followers away from 1,500, so we can give away a copy of 
the Journal of the Two Sisters, the newest book by Amy Keaton Rogers. Uh, also, be sure to uh, head over to our Indiegogo campaign to help us get to Everfree Northwest and BrodyCon this year. We're uh, we're about 20% away to our goal. We only got three weeks left in our campaign, so please get what consider giving us some help. We really need it. Also, take part in this week's pony poll. Who is the best of the Wonderbolts, and who puts the wonder in Wonderbolts? And of course, your choices are Spitfire, Soren, Fleetfoot, and Rapid Fire. So head over to carolotradio.com to make your voice heard this week and every week through the pony poll. So, that being said, we are going to kick it over to a special edition of Pony Talk with Mike Check. Until we see you down the road, this is Mike Check reminding you that no matter where you go in life, friendship is magic. And we will see you guys next week. Bro Hoof, good night. Hi, every pony. We're the Shakeups in Ponyville. And you are listening to Canterlot Radio. Mike Jack, behind the brony with Mike Jack. My little pony with Mike Jack. Friendship is magic on Canterlot Radio. Welcome back to another awesome edition of Carolot Radio's must-see talk show, Pony Talk. It's me, it's me, it's the good old MC, Mike Check, and once again I'm bringing you an incredible figure in the My Little Pony fandom. Who could it be? Well, I'll tell you, because that, that's what I do. Well, anyway, tonight on the show I have got, I think, an incredible storyteller who is telling the story of the Bronies in a way that, you know, has never been done before. Now, sure, last year we had the whole Bronies documentary, but there's a brand new one that follows not only several fans in the My Little Pony fandom, but one of the voice actresses that makes the series 20% cooler. He is the director of A Brony Tale. He is the very talented Mr. Brent Hodge. Brent, how are you doing today? Good, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. I want to thank you for taking the time to sit down with me and discuss, I think, this awesome, uh, awesome documentary that follows the adventures of some of our favorite My Little Pony voice actresses and a few notable figures in the Brony fandom. But we'll talk yeah. about that a little bit later on in the interview. So what got you interested in filmmaking? Well, with filmmaking, I've been doing it for, I guess, like eight or nine years now. And I finished university and I just thought, man, I'd love, I had a business school and I thought I'd love to have a film business. I just love movies. Uh, so I got into it, um, and I got I got lucky. I got, you know, I got some doors opening for me, and I worked at CBC in Van- in Vancouver, in Canada, which is like a you know the BBC of Canada, and uh, started doing a lot of music documentaries, and that's where I, I met Ashley, um, you know, Ra- Applejack and Rainbow Dash. Uh, I met her because she's in a band called Hey Ocean, and yeah, that's how sort of this Brony thing came about. Yeah, uh, did you know that uh, another voice actress from My Little Pony, Kathy Westlock, got her start at CBC? I didn't actually know that. I met Kathy just recently. Um, I, I should have, should have, we should have had a little CBC shout out. But uh, yeah, um, I mean, you know, Vancouver is just a city full of talent, and that, you know, they do the show up there, and you can tell from from My Little Pony and all the different voices and the, the writing and the directors. Everybody, um, you know, they work it out of Vancouver, and that's that's some local talent there. It's a really big city for that. 
You don't got to look any further than, than the shows that have been produced from the fandom for this awesome series. Uh, you know, you got shows on uh, Ponyville Live, Philadelphia Radio, even Camelot Radio, all because this awesome show has just, you know, opened so many doors and have brought fans from around the world together to celebrate the awesomeness of friendship. So you don't got to explain to me why y- you would choose to do a documentary about these awesome fans of My Little Pony. But let's talk about uh, your, your documentary, A Brony Tale. Tell us how the documentary idea came to be. Well, it was all Ashley. I mean, I, you know, we, we'd, we'd become friends through CBC and we were out for dinner one night. She said to me, um, you know, I've been doing a lot of voices. I did Care Bears and uh, my book, Strawberry Shortcake. And she, she's killing it. She was doing great. And she said, uh, the one that's getting the most buzz right now is My Little Pony. And it was just going into season two. And she explained to me what a brony was and that she's been getting emails from these guys who really like her kids show. And I just, I couldn't believe it. I was so dumbfounded by the whole thing. I said, I got to see some of these emails. And so she showed me some and, and then right then and there, we said, we have to start filming this, even if it's for her own journals for her life later on to show her kids. So this is fascinating. And so, you know, I, I went down that rabbit hole and just checked out bronies for hours and hours online. And I was looking at the forums and, you know, uh, Stephen Colbert had done a little thing on, on bronies. And I just thought this is huge. And, uh, before we knew it, we got invited to BronyCon, which is, Really what this film is about is following Ashley to one of the first BronyCons, the 2012 BronyCon um, at the Pennsylvania Hotel in New York. So it really is a documentary about you know, a voice actress who really becomes famous amongst the fandom. And, uh, and, then the Bron- and then I also go and search and find some really interesting characters, which are bronies themselves all over North America. One of the bronies that you follow is a good friend of ours, Donald Rhodes, who many know best as Dusty Cat from Everfree Network. Stay brony, my friends. Uh, mm-hmm. What is his role in the documentary? Dusty was the first brony I ever I ever interviewed. Um, Dusty is a, it's just such a great character and such a great representation of the fandom. Um, he really lays it down right off the right at the beginning. So we, we kind of get Ashley's story. We see that, see that she gets invited to BronyCon. So we're going to follow her, and there's sort of a segment that says, you know, director Brent Hodge travels around to find some of these Brony characters, and he's the first one we meet, and he really breaks the show down. He says there's six main characters in the show, and don't think of this as, as a bunch of ponies in Ponyville. Think of this as six friends helping each other. And right when he lays it down and really looks at the archetypes of each character, he kind of gives you a skeleton of what the show's about. And I've talked to a lot of people who've seen this documentary now in, in the festivals, and they said, right when Dusty explains what the show is about and the characters in the show, everything starts to make sense. And there's a turning point. So it's pretty interesting. He's sort of like this guy who he kind of like really makes sure that, um, I don't know, the whole thing kind of comes together because of Dusty. Well, Dusty, I think, is one of the uh, most awesome Bronies out there. You know, next yeah. to me, of course. <laughs> I joke, I joke. No, 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 no. The only thing more awesome than Dusty's love for the Brony is Dusty's mustache's love for the Bronies. Yeah. I mean, Dusty is, is such a great character, too. He's such a personable guy. He's he's well-respected. He has a lot of... Um, he has, he's really um, he's really well spoken individual as well, so he can explain and represent the fandom really very respectfully. Oh, definitely, Def- definitely. If you ever and if you ever needed an awesome motorcycle worked on, hey, Dusty's your man. He's a man. <laughs> yeah. 
just uh, he's he's I think one of the of the I think core bronies. You know, and I don't like to put bronies on pedestals. Not that I have pedestals to put bronies on, but yeah. Dusty, you know, is, is one of those guys that if you were walking on the street when you wanted to learn more about My Little Pony, and you're wondering why am I on a street, and you bump into Dusty. He's one of the guys that you would want to explain to you what is a brony and why My Little Pony is one of the best shows ever made. You didn't go wrong with getting Dusty for your documentary. I think he had something to this fandom. I can't really explain it, but it's something of awesomeness. I mean, he is the world's manliest brony, by the way. Yeah, we've become really good friends, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. So have we. So uh, you just give, all right, so, so we, have, we, have we given enough of a shout-out to Dusty? I, I think we have. So, so Vancouver at our home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Vancouver, huh? I can't Vancouver because I have to go through roaming charges for bro hoops for there that far. <laughs> I, I joke, I joke, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, a blogtalkradio.com. This is Pony Talk with my chick. I'm talking with Brent Hodge, director of A Brony Tale, the recently released documentary about the incredible journey of Miss Ashley Ball as she travels to BronyCon, which many consider the largest My Little Pony convention in the world, and her journey along that travel. Now, of course, now Ashley Ball isn't the only voice actress featured in this documentary. There are several others, so could you tell us who else makes an appearance in this documentary? Yeah, um, Andrea, uh, Andrea Lidman, and, and also Nicole Oliver. Um, we didn't really get too much into to them they are just at the convention at the end but there is a uh a brony who brings a painting um brian mishke the military brony brings a painting to nicole and it's a big part of the story uh it's a really sort of heartwarming part of this story and so you know nicole and andrea you really appreciate them and respect them as voice actresses and they, they hold a little part in this film too to put it all together and they were at the screening last week as well yeah, this this thing has gotten uh, quite some positive reviews. I mean, not only has this aired at the Vancouver DOXA Documentary Film Festival, it was also selected as one of five special documentary screenings at the 2014 Tribeca Film Festival, yeah. and was named one of the top ten movies to see at Tribeca by IndieWire. Yeah, so, it's some so love. Right, like... so right, this is this is saying you know just with that, I need to go see this documentary. Yeah, you do. I got to come to Cincinnati, I guess. Um, well, we're going to be at BronyCon in Baltimore in August, so maybe you can come back and shoot uh, Brody Tale Two, Camelot Boogaloo. Yeah, that's a good name. I'll have to take that. But yeah, no, I, I think um, we're definitely doing something at, at BronyCon. I'm talking to them now about um, you know what it's going to be. It might be the first time we release DVDs for the for the for the doc. Uh, but no, absolutely. Like, I just want. You know, is my, I never made this film for bronies. I made this film for people. And the fact that the brony community has latched on and enjoyed it is just a bonus. You know, and, and I never wanted to make a documentary that was that was biased towards bronies or like a, you know, a bro hove and a high five saying, look how great the brony community is. I was going to show whatever I saw. And in this case, I saw a really respectable community that respect each other, respected me as a filmmaker. And I think it was just my duty to make a respectable film. And so... Um, I, I'm, I'm really honored that everyone's liking this right now. Well, let me explain why that is. It's so awesome, Brent, because I, I'm sure you probably know that the Bronies have been targets for a lot of negative publicity. I mean, we're talking, yeah. we're talking Fox News. Well, Fox, actually, Fox News, and this is crazy to believe, they actually give us a balanced report. But we've been, you know, we've been targeted by, you know, sites that poke fun at us, make fun of us. Uh, we've even had a couple Bronies appear on Jerry Springer. 
<laughs> and you know that that's not exactly what you call uh, you know good PR. So it is a breath of fresh air to know that there are guys like you that that want to tell our story, that mm-hmm. want to say, hey, they're not weird, they're not creepy. These are some of the greatest guys you're ever going to meet. And what's cool about it is that you know you 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 are an unbiased source. You don't go in going. There are guys watching a show for little kids, and it's it's just you tell a story that I think bronies everywhere can be proud of. We love the people who make the show. I mean, yeah. we got thank you MLP staff trending last weekend on Twitter to yeah. to celebrate the season four finale, yeah. and many would consider that you know a little on the creepy side. But your documentary tells the story of not only the voice actresses coming to the biggest brony celebration in the world, but the fans that make up that celebration coming together to meet the heroes of this story and and show the love that is shared between the two respective groups, the voice actors and the fans. I think that that's something that everyone can enjoy. Yeah, and that's, you know, for me, that's, that was... Uh... That's the thing, I, you know, I was tired of seeing a lot of documentaries that when you leave, you just, you feel bad about yourself. Like, yeah, like oh that, man, there's you, so many of them, a lot of social commentary ones. Yeah, like you see that, uh, like you see that one where uh, they got the, you know, like the little girl who puts the flower in the tank and then she di- then she dies and you don't know what that's all about. Or the, yeah. or the guy that shaves his head and puts on lipstick in a mirror and I'm like, it's all black and white. I'm like, what in the buck? Yeah, I'm not a big documentary type fan because they usually are depressing, and you, and there are some really good ones. But it's really cool that the Bronies can get some positive attention from your documentary, and uh, I personally cannot wait to see it. Unfortunately, I didn't have a, a, a giant eagle to fly up to Tribeca to see it uh, last <laughs> month, so you know my loss. Yeah. But um, I'm excited because for those who have not seen it, it will premiere later this summer yep. in July. And uh, how will people be able to get this awesome documentary? Well, we're, we're going to theaters in July, which is pretty exciting. So we're going to theaters across America. Um, I just, uh, you know, the date date's still to be deter- determined on that. But, I mean, it's, it's going to be wild. Like Morgan Spurlock jumped on board and he's you know, really wanting to promote this and get it out there. So we're doing theaters in, in July, and then we're going to do a VOD release and a DVD release as well. So that, you know, I, I can confidently say that if you're, wherever you're from, you're going to get a chance to see this documentary really soon. I think maybe uh, we could get a, a screen at a theater in, I don't know, maybe Cincinnati? Uh, but yeah, we can see what we can do. Because <laughs> we, really we really got stiffed on the Equestria Girls movie. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you there, Brent. We got really stiffed. So, I mean, we had to drive to, like, Three hours out north to like oh, to like Youngstown or Sandusky. Or, oh wow! Or, well, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. I'll, I'll have I'll have a talk with my people and see what see what's going on. The thing for me is I want to make these events right. Like I I, I like this experience, the Brony experience I got from the conventions I've been to. So I'm trying to set up every screen as if it's like you get to be a Brony for one night only. You get to feel what this is like and feel this excitement and this energy of this of this fandom by going to this film. Again, I would be more than happy to see this in a theater near me. I, cool. I, heck, I think that this could even be worthy of a Netflix streaming ability. There's 
chat about that as well. So uh, yeah, you should. Well, you you can yeah. never get enough bronies on on Netflix. We we yeah. only got that one documentary, and it's only got I think like three and a half stars, and that's hurting. But so we we need some fresh documentary blood about bronies. So so right. make it. We'll, so, see, we'll right? see what we can do. Yeah yeah absolutely. So uh, is there anything you can tell us about uh, maybe your potential tie-in with this year's Brony Con, or is everything all hush hush? No, it's not too hush hush. I, I, we're, we're looking at going. Um, you should. You know, and and we're looking at. I, I'm pushing right now to see when we can start selling DVDs. I mean, with distribution, there's always you know you have to hit some points and hit some certain things. But we're looking at potentially having this as BronyCon is the first time where you can buy a DVD. So uh, that's what we're hoping for. And I'll do a panel. I'll do whatever we whatever we need to make sure that questions are answered by, from the Brony community um, about this film. So do you think that we've won you over to the herd, you baby? <laughs> totally. I mean, I was into I was into it from day one. I oh, mean, okay. Awesome. Well, yeah. that's awesome. awesome. I, you know, I, I wouldn't say I was, I wouldn't say in any way that I'm a brony. Like I just don't love the show that much. It just doesn't resonate that much with me. But uh, the community itself, I, I totally dig it. Everyone's been super positive and 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 you know, really great towards me. And uh, I hope to just keep doing work. Um, you know, and I'm starting to feel like. As a director, I'm starting to come to my own, and I'm starting to understand that pop culture is something I really enjoy, and that pop culture documentaries I enjoy. And one thing I'm noticing is bronies. Just because you're a brony doesn't mean you're not into other things, you know. It's like oh, no. you're, I mean, most bronies are into a lot of different other cartoons or different shows or a lot of sort of pop culture, um, you know, elements that are happening in the world right now. And, and so I feel like I'm going to keep keep making films like this, and I hope uh, I hope bronies keep watching them. Yeah, of course, bronies are are very you know multi fascinating people. Uh, you're talking to a guy who's into My Little Pony and wrestling. Those two, yeah. those two should never really meet, but that's okay. But that's cool. You you, you may not. I mean, well, technically, you are a brony, Brent, because you do have a very strong respect and, and love for the people that make the show what it is, and the fans that help make the people who help make the show what it is. So yes, you are a brony. So welcome to the herd. <laughs> Bro All right, there. Bro thank you, bro. Yeah, Rohoof over the phone there, or Rohoof over over the internet. Ow, ow, hot yeah. screen, hot screen. Ow, hot, my screen's <laughs> hot. So, um, are there any other documentaries that that you would consider maybe making, or, or other fandoms that you would consider taking a shot at making a documentary of? Maybe a a Doctor Who documentary, or a, maybe, yeah. a, maybe a documentary. Um, yeah, nice. I like like the puns. It's, you know, we're we're like we're te- we're testing the water right now on a whole bunch of different stuff, like developing some things. I mean, you know, whether it's another fandom or if it's just um, something in the same realm, um, we're we're definitely throwing a bunch of ideas back and forth on the next one. And you know, once this comes down a bit, we'll go we'll get right into it. Like, um, I got a good crew now. I, I've sort of found my bronies amongst my crew of like guys that support me and make me better as a filmmaker and we all work together and i just think it's important to have that crew of people and then you guys can collectively come up with the right idea i think a brony tale too equestrian boogaloo that i think that'd be a great documentary <laughs> i like the i like equestrian boogaloo i think we should have a shirt that does equestrian boogaloo or something yeah, yeah. and then the second one you could put me in there yeah, hey, but you have to give Dusty's mustache crediting because that's in his contract if Dusty appears then Dusty's mustache has to get crediting yeah, it gets its own. The mustache, it gets its the own mustache limo. needs its SAG card. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I, I'm kidding. I am totally kidding, Donald. He's he's a good sport. 
Yeah. If, before we let you go, do you have any advice for those who may want to get their start in filmmaking? Sure. I mean, the big thing I always say is is um, just give yourself the title. Like, you, you're allowed to say, I'm a filmmaker. And it, it took a while for me. Like, I would go to film festivals and go, oh, I'm kind of doing it. I haven't really made any money at it. I'm, uh, I'm half. I have, like, one film, kind of. And as soon as I started telling everyone, I'm a filmmaker. I'm a filmmaker. Nice to meet you. I'm Brent. I'm a filmmaker. Something happened, and I started to say, okay, I need to wake up every morning. I need to earn this title. And whether that's just shooting anything with your friends or editing something or just watching a movie and watching it critically and thinking, okay, they used a crane shot here and they did this and now have a close-up. You start to watch things around you as if they're movies. I think that's the biggest thing. It's like learn how to run the business and, and just start doing it every single day and you will become a filmmaker. I think everyone should be able to take something away from your experiences, not only you know, as a filmmaker, but as a as guy who produced, I think, one of the coolest coolest documentaries to ever hit the documentary scene. I'm I'm not too hip of my documentary lingo, so I'm yes. so forgive me if I'm a little rusty there. But uh, but Brent Hodge, thank you so much for joining us on Pony Talk. Be sure to check out a Brony Tale when it hits theaters uh, later this summer. Uh, stay tuned, Carolot Radio, to find out what cities that it will be hitting and. Uh, Stay tuned because we might just be able to get ourselves a copy of it to give away to one of you lucky bronies out there. So again, Brent, thank you so much for taking the time to sit with us and talk about your awesome documentary. I personally cannot wait to see it, and hopefully we'll see you at BronyCon this year, and we can talk a little bit more about the release of it. Absolutely, yeah. Thanks for having me. Well, this is going to do it for Pony Talk. Until next time, this is Mike Chick reminding you that no matter where you go in life, friendship is always magic. Bro-hoof, good night. Good night.